Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Thank you for tuning in to our Unstoppable Eventrepreneur podcast once again. So today I want to talk about does market rate affect how much you should charge for your services? Does the market rate in your area affect how much you should be charging for your event planning services or decorating services? I don't have a clear-cut answer for you because it's a yes and no answer. But I am going to say it is going to be more towards the no answer. And I'm going to explain to you why. And what is the danger if you follow the market rate? Okay. So if let's say you are event planner, and you want to do a full planning service. So the full planning services, the market rate that you have done the research in your area for a full wedding planning, okay, I'm just going to use wedding for instance, a full wedding planning, it ranges between $3,500 uh, to $3,500 onwards, okay? Uh, anything that is beyond $5,000, it's considered a lot, okay? I'm just going to give you an example. Actually, this is a real example. So that one of our um, uh, members inside my Facebook group shared with me. So she said that the market rate for full planning ranges between $3,500 up to $5,000. So anything more than that, it's a lot of money. And, um, and one of the reasons that she has not been able to book um, a full planning services is because she has been told many, many times that she's too expensive. She's priced out of the market rate and the market rate is $3,500 onwards. So she asked me if she should reduce her fee in order not to, um, in order not to lose the lead. So I said to her, there are a few things to consider before you decide whether are you on par with the market rate? Should you adjust your fee to the market rate? Unfortunately, that and that and this is the reality, which is extremely unfortunate, is there are a lot of event planners out there who do not have any idea how to charge. When I say they have any, they don't have any idea how to charge, I'm not saying that they don't know how much to quote for the fee. They quote a fee. But from the business perspective, they have no idea whether that fee is going to make them profit? What is the percentage of the profit and how is that aligned with their income goal? They charge a fee based on the air quotes market rate. Okay? So they don't want to price themselves out of the market because they don't want to get the price objection from their potential clients. However, the market rate is false data. Okay? Unless you are in, a, in, in, in an environment where everybody knows what they're doing in terms of their numbers, their financials, their business financials, and they come out with a rate that is able to yield them 
profit at the end of the year, which is not the case for over 50, I would even dare to venture 75% of the event planners out there. That's why you hear a lot of event planners, they are burned out and they realize that they work so hard at the end of the year, they don't see the money. That's because they don't know how to price the fee correctly based on their financial goal and based on the operating cost of the business. So does the market rate plays a part in how much you charge? In my opinion, not really. So how should you be evaluating whether are you priced out of the market? Okay, do your research. How much is the market rate? If the market rate is $3,500 to $4,000, okay, for full planning, you need to first look at your, your, your own operating costs and your income goal. So if I have taught in previous episode, okay, I have taught in previous episode uh, in, in a podcast how to calculate your hourly rate. And that is the fundamental, okay, episode eight. Okay, that is the fundamental of understanding your numbers for your business. When you calculate your fees, you need to look at your fixed costs for the business. That means these are the costs that you need to incur, regardless whether you have clients or not. These are the costs that you have to incur in order for you to even to conduct business, such as your business license, your, um, your insurance. Uh, your website domain, your email server, um, what else? Your phone, um, any anything that you need to incur, your, your car, okay, your car payments, your gas, marketing costs, if you are paying for marketing, if not, it's sweat equity. Anything that you need to incur in order to say that you have a business and you are visible online, that you are legally able to operate a business. So those are your fixed costs. And then you have to calculate your variable cost, which is also your, which is also your um, things that fluctuate, the cost that fluctuate based on how much business you do, like the gas. So it depends on how many clients you visit, how many events you have, that, dep- that will depict how much you drive, you know, uh, how much entertainment you're doing, taking clients out and the gifts that you're gifting your clients. So, uh, and, the, and the on and off marketing expenses, you know, that you are, uh, budgeting for your event, anyways, for your business, not your event, your, your business. So you need to understand what is the operational cost of your business, okay? And that should also include, include a, a salary. If it's not a market wage salary, at least a baseline salary of $1,000 a month in order to at least pay your bills, your business operating bills. So you need to understand what is your operational cost of running that business. And then, you also need to understand what is your income goal. You need to understand how many hours you can actually work on your business. So how many hours can you actually work on events? Not, not on your business, but on servicing events. So go back to go back to episode eight where I talk about how to price your fees, the, the fundamental of how to price your fee. You need to look at all those costs at the hours, at your income goal to come up with your break-even rate and also your hourly rate. So if your hourly rate is, if your, if your let's just say if your break-even rate is $50, okay, and your hourly rate is $100 because 
um, you have an income goal and in order to reach the income goal, you need you, we're not in a business to break even. We're in a business to make money. So you are going to charge $100 ideally per hour for the services that you provide. So if you're doing a full, okay, if you're doing a full wedding planning on average, okay, and that includes a day of coordination. So on average, it's about 60 hours because we're going to take 12 hours or 10 hours for the day itself and then 50 hours for planning, okay? So there's 60 hours of, 60 hours of full planning, including day of coordination. And you, your hourly rate is $100. That is after taking into consideration your operational costs and also your income goal that you want to achieve. So again, go back to episode eight to do the calculation and you come up with an hourly rate of $100, that means you need to charge $6,000 for your full planning services. If, let's say, you go with the break-even rate, you're not going to even make money. Let's just say you at least break even. So you are doing 60 hours times $50 per hour. That's $3,000. Okay, so the market rate says that they charge between 3500 to up to a max of 5000 okay so if you think that oh okay if i can if i can beat at $3500 then and work 60 hours then i wouldn't lose i wouldn't lose that lead right so you are actually making only $500 for that event okay working 60 hours you're making $500 because that $3000 Okay, that $3,000 will go into paying for your operational costs because that's your break-even fee. So, does the market rate actually depicts how much you should charge? Not really. It's good to know what is going on, because especially if you have been undercharging yourself. If, let's say, you are a newbie and you, you feel that you should not be charging so much for your services, and you didn't do the exercise of understanding your operational costs, understanding your income goal, how many hours that you can actually service your clients, then you say, okay, you know, let me just go in a little bit cheaper, like maybe $2,000. And then, okay, you get the client. Fantastic. But then you do a lot of events, okay, because you're so cheap, everybody's booking you, and the market rate is $3,500. You, you're undercutting everybody. You're getting all the leads, but you're not making money. You realize that, you realize that, you know, if an, an employee mindset, okay, an employee mindset before you become a CEO of your business is, well, money is money. I still get $2,000, right? That's what you're thinking. But if you want to have a sustainable business, a thriving business, your income coming in has to be, has to be more, than, more than your cost going out. And you're saying and and you're saying that, oh, you know what? I can reduce my cost. My cost is me, right? There's no other cost apart from all the tech, you know, all the software. Those they don't they don't cost a lot. They own, and, and the LLC, those that only cost me a year uh, or a month, only about um, let's say five hundred dollars. So I still make fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, fine. Then you need to look at okay, you make fifteen hundred dollars, right? And you you work 60 hours, okay? And you take $1,500 divided by 60 hours. Your hourly rate now, you know, you're making $25 an hour. Is that more than what you used to make when you're having a full-time job? 
if it is, congratulations. But you, you are working like a dog. Why are you working like a dog when the whole idea of you owning your own business is to have a freedom life, you know, a freedom-based lifestyle that you can you can work anytime you want, you can make the money that you want, and you are you are going to be able to work less hours and make more money. So it doesn't make sense. So again, unfortunately, the market is saturated with people who don't really know what they're doing in terms of running their business. They are great, great, great event planners very skilled in their craft. But when it comes to running their business, oh my God, this is the biggest downfall. Okay, this is the biggest downfall of their business. That's why the sustainability is not there. They realize that, oh, I work all these hours and I only make how much? So you take 1,500 times by 12 months, you make $18,000 a year. Does that sound good to you? Now that you don't have any, you know, you, you don't have your company to sponsor um, some of your health insurance, there's no 401k, nothing. You're working your own business, but you made $18,000 a year working 60 hours per event, okay? So let's just say that, okay, let's just say that you do, you do four events a month, all right? There's 240 hours you're working. If you do a full-time job, okay? If you do a full-time job, how many hours are you working? 160 hours. Now, when I say 240 hours that you're working, four full planning events a month, okay? That's not just, you know, that 240 hours is only just servicing your client. That's not even counting the time that you need to work on your business, like wearing the CEO hat, doing financial projections, looking at your numbers, seeing how many events you need to book in order to reach your income goal, reconciling your books, doing sales activities, Okay, so that you can constantly build your pipeline. So how many hours do you think you'll end up working? Mm -hmm. Now, do the math, okay? So if the market rate, okay, doesn't make sense to you, that means two things are going to happen, okay? You can either follow the crowd and drop your fees and just know that you're working like a dog and making no money. Are you okay with that? Or you need to have better positioning. You stick to your guns. You price it at whatever you want to price align with your income goal, align with the number of hours that you want to work, okay? You need to better position yourself so that your branding is so powerful, your presence is so powerful, people immediately equate you as a high-end planner and they will pay you for that fee. And this is something that we teach a lot about perception, right? People pay you a fee based on a perception, a perceived value, how much they think that you are worth, that you are worth, okay? Not, not your worthiness, but your services, what you can do for them, the results you're going to transform, you're going to give to them. They pay you based on that. If your brand perception is not there or not aligned to the price that you want to charge, it doesn't matter what is the market rate, okay? That's the reason why why some high-end planners are able to get a lot of clients where those low-end planners who charge very, very low are still struggling, not getting clients, even though their price is so cheap, okay? So to sum it all up, the market rate is good just for a general knowledge to see whether are you underpricing yourself, not to see whether are you overpricing yourself. If you're overpricing yourself, you really need to go back and calculate your hourly rate. Does your hourly rate make sense? Is your income goal too aggressive? 
Is the number of hours you say you want to work too aggressive? Is your branding aligned so that you have this perception, you're giving this perception to, to uh, your potential client that you are worth the price that you want to charge? So go back and do all those homework. Don't think that people are ch charging low. That means that's the market rate. No, I will tell you in the market, there's always going to be someone who's extremely expensive and someone who's extremely cheap and majority will be in the middle. Okay. The, those people who are very extremely expensive, very high-end, they're not looking to book majority of the leads. They're only looking to book that 1% of that market. There's always that 1% of the market who's willing and able to pay the top fee. And you have to ask yourself, where do you want to be? Do you want to be the top 1% or do you want to be the bottom feeder or do you want to be the mid-range? A lot of you, when you first start your business, you always tend to be the bottom feeder because your fear of not having a business, your money mindset, you know, your financial risk appetite, your lack of confidence, you know, there's nothing wrong. But you need to progress and evolve in your business eventually to become the mid-range and then eventually become the top 1%. Okay? So hopefully today's lesson gives you some insight of what exactly does the market rate does and what you need to do with that information. Okay. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Don't forget to give us a review, a, a rate, a, a review, a, a rating, and also share our podcast so that we can be on track to become the number one podcast for the events field in the next five years. And we started this in October 2021. So we are in 2022 already and we're definitely on track. We have over close to I mean, over 2,000 downloads in in one year, and that is um, above the benchmark of a regular podcast. So I thank all of you for your time and your and your your continued support in listening to our podcast and sharing about our podcast. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.